Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another encouraging and entertaining episode of the Mission Mill Spouse podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. It's almost hard to believe, but this is episode number 958. I'm Kayla Gebline, Director of Social Media, and I'm grateful you chose to join us today. Have your headphones in or your volume turned up and get ready for your weekly lineup of military life empowerment. On today's show, we'll listen to an interview conducted by our Director of Marketing, Annie Pierce, as she chats with Tara Wright, who shares Sesame Street for Military Families' new digital resources with simple strategies for self-care and emotional well-being. Hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. I'm Lindsay Rao, Content Curator. We're so grateful to continue the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, now rebranded and expanded to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. That's right, you have a seat at our mill spouse table. So pull up a chair and let's get the conversation started. As an all-volunteer powered 501c3 organization, we invite individuals and businesses to support us in our mission, helping military spouses to feel confident and empowered in this military life. Please go to missionmillspouse.org to contribute or email partner at missionmillspouse.org to discuss our extensive partnership program. Thank you for your support. Before we get any further with today's show, let's catch up, Lindsay. What's written in pencil on your mill spouse calendar this week? Well, what was written in pencil has since been erased. Um, <laughs> my, our home life has been a little bit um, challenging lately. My son has been quite sick for the last couple weeks, and it kind of took a turn to unexpected uh, hospital stays and ER visits, and so... Um, Things have definitely changed from what we originally had planned, but something that's been so cool about kind of the chaos and the fear and the struggles that we've been going through is we have seen our military community and our just community here where we're stationed step up and just support us and love on us more than I could have ever imagined any community doing. And so it's been a super challenging week And I think we have some challenging weeks ahead of us, but to know that we have support and being loved on in this time um, has been kind of what's been pushing us through. And also the fact that I know we can't be the only parents, the only military family. I can't be the only mom who is walking through a season of having a sick kid. So um, I know you and I were talking, Kayla, before we even started recording that, you know, that looks different for people. Um, Some people are going through a season where their kids have the sniffles and it feels like it's never ending. And other people like myself are maybe on the other end of the spectrum where it's um, intensive hospital visits and ER visits. But at the end of the day, um, being a parent and seeing your sick kid is never easy and is never fun. But I just feel blessed and encouraged that I have the love and support and resources through organizations such as Mission Mill Spouse that are helping me stay strong 
and reminding me that I can get through the season and we can do it. So not the best of life updates, but that's kind of what's been going on with us. How about you, Kayla? Well, I feel like, I mean, my sniffly noses obviously are, are just never ending, like you said, up here because we're up at Fort Drum. So I think that whole thing of just like going inside and going outside, it's like I'm just tissues all around. Um, but I feel like there's so many people talk about a lot of the negatives with military spouse life. And I think that one of the biggest positives is sort of always having that like built in community and you know that there's people around you that are going to be able to support you. So I'm glad to hear that you've sort of had that support in this time um, because I feel like that's just something that doesn't really get brought up too much. Um, and I think it's so cool when, I mean, in our last neighborhood, it was a mom was going through a hard time like you are with her son. And it was like, there was a meal train and they had dinners and activities where the kids were brought over. So it was just, it's very cool to sort of see all of that. And I feel like you don't see that, you know, in the civilian lifestyle. So, um, but at least not as on a big scale, I guess. But yeah, well, definitely um, not, not the best life update, but hopefully you'll get some um, positives soon. Yes, thank you. We appreciate that. And I just want to say a quick piggyback off that point too. If you feel like you don't have, not you, Kayla, but our listeners, yeah. <laughs> um, if you feel like you don't have that community. I know when I first became a military spouse, I felt like, how am I going to find that community? Like, how do I find that tribe that if something like this happens, I have meal trains or I have that love and support. Um, and I just want to encourage you here at Mission Mill Spouse, we highlight that a lot of how to find community, how to make those connections, how to um, kind of build that tribe. And so it is possible if you don't have that yet. And if you do have that, like Kayla said, the military community, I 100% agree. I had been a civilian most of my life until the last two years. And this love and support that I have is unlike anything I've ever experienced. So um, just want to quick side note that. But uh, our command team combos are always such a great way to experience that solidarity that so many of us desire. And it feels so good to chat with others who get it. Now let's focus on this week's main interview with Tara Wright and Sesame Street's new resources for military families. Here at Mission Mill Spouse, military spouses are our primary focus. We have more than 2,600 blogs with topics including PCS, parenting, career guidance, humor, deployment, and more. Whether you're dating a service member, have just said I do as a new spouse, or are a seasoned spouse with a whole collection of PCS stickers on your furniture, we have something for you. But hey, don't just take our word for it. I'm Lindsay, and when my husband joined the military, I was completely lost when it came to assimilating to military life and culture. This organization made me feel like I had support, a new community I could lean on, and equipped me with invaluable information about military spouse life. Tap into all of our empowering resources at missionmillspouse.org or follow us across all social media platforms at Mission Millspouse. Welcome Mission Millspouse podcast listeners. I'm Annie Pierce, your Mission Mill Spouse Director of Marketing, and I'm so excited to be here with you on this empowering episode. Tara Wright serves as the Senior Manager of Content Design in the U.S. Social Impact Department at Sesame Workshop, the nonprofit educational organization behind the beloved children's show, Sesame Street. In her work at Sesame, Tara creates engaging content for young children and families as well as practical, approachable tools for the providers who serve them, all with the goal to help nurture smarter, stronger, and kinder communities. While always backed by research and on-the-ground expertise, 
Her writing often draws on her roles as a Marine Corps wife and mama to three boys under five. I gotta say, as a military mom, as mom of a military kid, I am truly looking forward to sharing this valuable resource with our Mission Mill Spouse community today. Tara, welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be here. We are so excited you're here. So many, many people are familiar with Sesame Street, but they might be surprised to hear that Sesame Workshop, the nonprofit educational organization behind the show, actually has a program for military families. How did that start? And can you tell us more about the support that it provides? Absolutely. Yes, it's very exciting. We are actually in our 16th year of creating content for military families. Oh my goodness. So we first, yeah, it's been a long time. We had a lot of special celebrations around our 15th anniversary. So it's it's been a really um, fruitful partnership, I think, with Sesame and military families. Um, But we first began our work with military families just after 9-11. So at that point, we were really helping families through big changes like deployments and homecomings and, of course, grief. We've continued to support military families with challenges big and small. So learning and growing with the community of military families and the providers who serve them. So now we have resources for all sorts of things from moving and relocation the transition to civilian life. Um, We have resources around caregiving and even everyday things like routines and celebrations and of course, expressing feelings, which is kind of our bread and butter at Sesame. Um, And recently we also launched some resources around um, transitions in healthcare and also to address grief and um, suicide. Okay. I we're about to go through a lot of transitions. Um, mm-hmm. So we're about to move and my son is three and I'm, I am definitely going to look up your resources because <laughs> I need a good way to talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah, we, we have some really fun um, resources around transitions. There's um, some resources, I think they're called My Big Adventure. There's um, Elmo is of course a military family. And so he goes through and, and they, they really help to frame moving as a big adventure. So it's very fun. Definitely check those out. Oh, I will definitely have to check those out. All right. So we've kind of mentioned some of these, but what are some of the challenges military families face and how has that actually changed in the last few years? Yeah, of course, military families face all the challenges that regular families face. Um, But I think that at least in my own experience, just the level of constant change and the uncertainty, like you've mentioned, um, (laughs) that comes with the military lifestyle, it just like elevates all those normal, typical family problems. So, you know, there's just a need to be a little bit more flexible and nimble in military families. So um, there can be challenges around communication or keeping consistent routines. Um, And what we've learned you know, in the past few years, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, is that um, that type of isolation and prolonged deployments, longer deployments, longer separations, lots more solo parenting, um, and just the uncertainty in the protocols, I think just sort of exacerbated some of those challenges. And um, I know, for instance, that many families who even lived on base um, or on an installation Mm -hmm. weren't able to get the supports that they normally would have been able to access because of all the lockdowns and things. So especially in the last few years, we've really heard from providers and military families that they need support with 
um, just their mental well-being. You know, they feel a little bit burned out and stressed out. And I love, I love that as a society, we're talking more about mental well-being. And I think that's the only way to be able to address it is to make sure that we're all talking about it. And I love that you said two words. I love that you said that there was flexibility because that is wonderful. And every military family wants to hear that. But you also hit on the uncertainty. And that is such a big factor, I think, in the stress of the military life that you just don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And even when you think, you know, you're, you don't, you know, because things (laughs) change just so last minute. Yeah. We've, we've certainly experienced that in the last couple of years in our family. So even when you have the best laid plans, um, it just feels like some things don't work out just as well. So yeah, we've got to, we've got to be flexible and we've got to be, um, you know, patient with ourselves and patient with the situation. So Mm -hmm. I think some of our resources can certainly help with that. That's awesome. It's so great to hear. So why did Sesame Workshop create these resources around, like we talked about, emotional well-being for military families? Yeah, so we like to keep our sort of pulse on the on the ground. So we like to talk to our military families, and they're really such a generous, a generous audience, a generous community, and they like to tell us what we can help them with. And providers likewise who care for military families and work with them are eager to support them and eager for new ways to support them. So, you know, throughout the years, we do lots of research, we do lots of surveys and questionnaires. And um, we have heard again and again, especially in these last few years, that families' mental health well-being has really struggled. So we wanted to create some resources. And specifically, most recently, we've created five Muppet videos. And these are available in English and Spanish created with help from Amazon Web Services. And what these videos do is really model some positive strategies for parents and caregivers to take care of ourselves a little bit better. And one thing I like, go ahead. I like that, take care of ourselves better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing we hear from military families, um, and I definitely relate to this, you know, we hear this talk about self-care and there can be some eye rolling. Um, we can think, well, that's not really practical or that's not realistic for me, um, which I definitely relate to right now. My husband is, is on temporary active duty and I've been solo parenting for several weeks now. And yeah, self-care can feel <laughs> a <hard>. little out of <laughs> grasp at times. Um, but I think these videos are are special and what they do is make self-care and just taking care of ourselves and our kids just really realistic and approachable. So we like to model with our Muppets. So you'll see Mm -hmm. some of our military Muppets. We actually have a couple of families. So Elmo, um, his dad is in the National Guard. And then um, Rosita, her dad is a veteran and he's been injured. So he, um, those families are often featured in our military resources. And Mm -hmm. So you'll see them here and you'll see the, the parents kind of modeling some strategies for self-care in approachable ways. If you don't model the care, then your kids, you're, they are sponges. They pick up on everything. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that my toddler will definitely imitate me. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I've got to, I've got to show That's you. Exactly right. Yep. But it's also That's like, exactly right. I, I like to think of the the airplane. Um, I can't think of the word, but you have, you have to put your mask on first before you help someone else. 
So it's the same thing. You, you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself before you can take care of someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And these, the, the strategies that you'll see in the videos are there. Yeah, they're doable. So one of them that comes to mind is with Louie and Elmo and he's sitting on a park bench or outside somewhere. And Louie is sitting there and he's being quiet. Elmo says, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> and Elmo says, Elmo says, but what are you doing? You know? And um, uh, Louie says something to the effect of, well, sometimes it's really good for me. It helps me feel better when I just am sitting and being quiet. So that's an, that's a strategy. Oh and then goodness. he invites Elmo in. He invites Elmo to do it with him. And they you know listen to the sounds of nature and they take some deep breaths together. And I think what these videos can help us do is, is just remember that self-care does not have to be a lofty thing. It can be, mm-hmm. you know, just sitting quietly with your kid, even though that might also sound lofty or <laughs> unattainable <laughs> sometimes. Um, sometimes. But, you know, just those little moments, just those little moments really can make a difference and kind of help you both regulate and reset, um, especially when things are uncertain or you've had a tough day or just a cu- tough couple of minutes, you know. Um, so that's what I like about these. That is so cool. I, I like, like you said, I like that. It's something you could knock on quite easily do, you know, with yeah. your kids. <laughs> I understand that the kids will be kids, but still <laughs> that's great. All right. So we've, we've talked more about the resources. Why, why do you think they're important? I think they're important kind of for, for what I mentioned, you know, we can think that self-care can't be attained or doesn't matter that much, Mm -hmm. like that we're doing fine. And I think that, you know, military families and spouses are pretty tough, pretty resilient, pretty strong. Um, But maybe stubborn, (laughs) maybe stubborn. um, But it is really important, just as you said, you know, it's not only important for ourselves to just be well, but it's also important for our kids. And I think that one thing there's, you know, there's a misconception that that children don't understand or feel stress or feel the uncertainty or experience that even very young children we know do, do understand. They don't, they might not understand the reasons or the full context, but they can feel that. And it does have um, an effect on them. And so I think there is sort of a disconnect sometimes, you know, children's behaviors and how they express themselves, that they're really indicating that they are feeling the stress Mm -hmm. and they are feeling the uncertainty. And they need us to model for them how to express themselves, how to cope with their big feelings. So I think these videos are an important reminder and they offer just some really doable modeling um, for us to try, you know, for us to try to take care of ourselves and in turn take care of our kids too. So I think they're, they're just a really important reminder. I, I definitely believe, especially like you said, kids from a young age can sense the like tension, you know, mm-hmm. and so they, they might not know what's wrong, but they know that there's something wrong and they don't mm-hmm. understand it. So I love like on days that I have hard days, I'm like, okay, mommy's having a hard day with her emotions today, <laughs> <laughs> but I, mm-hmm. I am going to check out these videos on self-care and start, start modeling good behavior for my son. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, it takes practice. Another thing we can, um, that I think is a benefit, you know, there are five of these videos and they all have different Mm -hmm. strategies. And so, you know, we know that 
each strategy is not going to work for every person. We all have different temperaments and personality types. So, um, you know, maybe sitting still and being quiet really stresses you out. Even the thought of that, just, you know, if you're a busy person and you like to do, 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 you know, maybe that stresses you out, but, um, you know, you can watch these with your kids and you might be surprised that a strategy really works for them. Right. So maybe being in nature and listening to the birds really calms your kid down. And, um, then you learn something about them and you help, you have a new strategy to help them regulate their emotions. So give them a try. Even if it's like, this is not my jam give it a try. So I don't know why I didn't connect the two, because when you said that, like there were different strategies for different people, I was like, yeah, different people learn in different ways, but it didn't click for me that of course my kid might not Mm -hmm. have the same strategies or the same strategies might not work for him. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's a a big hurdle as a parent. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going through this. I have a four-year-old as my oldest and, and uh, I'm definitely having to learn how he regulates and how, what helps him mm-hmm. calm down because we're similar, but we're different. You know, they're their own little person with their own personality. And um, yeah, that's a, it's an important thing to remember. It's a hard thing to remember, especially when you're, you know, maybe, you know, stressed out with whatever change yeah. to plans that you're dealing with, but yeah, we've got to help them in any way moment. we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm watching them with my son. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm giving myself homework. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I know, I know that there was like a, a whole research process behind this. So can you share a bit about the research and the process behind developing these different videos and resources? Yeah. So like I said, We like to talk to our military community and we like to talk to caregivers and also providers. So for these particular videos, we were able to send out um, just an email to some of our partners that we work with. And so we got a lot of feedback, just direct feedback, kind of anecdotal things that they're hearing. Um, And we also were able to identify just some gaps in resources or approaches when it comes to mental health well-being for for families, for military families. And then we work closely with experts as well. We have a couple of experts who kind of meet in the middle. So they have military experience or work with military families, but they also have mental health experience and that's like kind of their professional niche. So we work with experts and we listen to what people tell us. And basically my job is to take what I hear Mm-hmm. Take what people share with us and distill down, you know, what key messages would resonate with a large swath of people, what key messages do people want to hear and maybe what they need to hear and might not, <laughs> might not necessarily, you know, want to hear yep. Um, yep. <laughs> what they need to hear and then offer strategies that they can try, um, you know, again, just give them a variety of approachable tools and And at Sesame, of course, we like to infuse everything with a little bit of playfulness and joy, and we like to have a positive outlook on things. So I kind of merge what we hear with those key messages and then infuse them. We call it sesamatizing content. Oh my goodness. Sesame touch. (laughs) I like that. Oh, it's adorable. I mean, and and I love that you know, not only are you listening to the military, military community, but you're a part of it, you know? So mm-hmm. I, you also have that yeah. perspective. That's... Yeah. I have to say that some of these videos in particular were definitely 
they're reflective of kind of what I've been going through as a military mom and spouse. So there's a little bit of me in some of these. And it's really interesting. We had some research that just wrapped up for um, a different but related project with military families and just seeing some of the responses. It's really, um, it's really meaningful to know that even though, you know, as we as military spouses might feel a little bit isolated, mm-hmm. that we have a whole bunch of people who are really going through very similar things. Um, so we're, we're not alone in, in some of these struggles. So that's a, that's a unique joy that I get out of creating this content because I get to see all of these answers oh, and I yeah. get to see all of this information and realize, oh, other people are experiencing this too. And I, mm-hmm. I can have a small part to maybe just helping them have a, have a slightly better day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It definitely helps to know that you're not going through stuff alone. And it, mm-hmm. like you said, it can feel that way very much. Oh, thank you so much, Tara, for talking through some challenges that military families face and how Sesame Workshop can help them. Listeners, if you would like to learn more about Sesame Workshop, visit sesamestreetincommunities.org or you can connect with them online via Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sesame Workshop or on TikTok at Sesame Street. And don't worry if you're on the go, uh, all of those links will be in our show notes. Stay tuned for the rest of our interview with Tara Wright. After the commercial break, we'll talk about how best to use these resources in your own home. Our mission is to globally empower military spouses with resources and support to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Whether you are an individual, a Fortune 500 company, or somewhere in between, join us on our mission. Make your tax-deductible contribution at missionmillspouse.org, or if you're a business interested in sharing your product or services with our more than 100,000 followers, email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Military spouses around the world, thank you for your support. Welcome back, listeners. We're continuing our conversation with Tara Wright, Senior Manager of Content Design in the U.S. Social Impact Department at Sesame Workshop. Now, before the break, Tara, you had shared information about what went into creating the resources that Sesame Workshop has. Now, let's step back into the conversation and learn more about these resources. So tell us, what was your role in creating these resources and how do you relate to them as a military spouse yourself? So like I said, you know, my role is really on the content side to kind of take some of the information that I'm hearing from providers and people on the ground and, and military families and also my own experience um, and distill some key messages. And, you know, right now I said, my husband is away and he's been, mm-hmm. he's been away for several weeks. So I definitely can relate to some of these videos. There's, there's one in particular um, with May, which is almost mom. And um, so Elmo's dad is away and um, Elmo really wants to play rock band, which is something that my son does all the time. He really wants to be a rock star. So this, this one has like a little elements of, of my own experience in in it. Um, So he wants to play rock band. He needs another bandmate. He wants May to be the drummer. And she says, you know, she's trying to make dinner. She's trying to get the evening routine going. She's trying to do all this stuff. And 
and she's kind of stressed out about it. There's so much to do. The strategy that is highlighted in this one is just to keep it simple. And sometimes our routines can change to ensure that we get more quality time with our kids. So instead of making dinner, she orders a pizza and they have pizza dinner, which we know that, you know, we can't have pizza night every night, but (laughs) she's able to jump in the game. She's able to jump in the game with him right then. And, you know, in that moment, she realizes that all the things that she thinks should be a certain way are really not as important as just spending a little bit of time with Elmo. That one in particular has been really grounding for me in this season of, of TDY. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that I think I should be doing, you know, if we just, if I just open my eyes, look at my kids and kind of spend time with them, mm-hmm. I know that that's going to be the most important thing. So you know, they're de- definitely very relatable, these videos. That is awesome. And it just, because when you're solo parenting, it can be hard because you have these like expectations in your head. Like, yes, we have to stick to the routine because routine helps kids. Yeah, but, yes, exactly. You, know, <laughs> you not being stressed out helps them too. <laughs> yeah, it is a balance. It's a balancing act and it's making sure you get enough of the routine in, but, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledging there are times when it, we can change it up and, and, you know, kids get excited about those little things too. ways for families to use these resources in their own households. So I think the beauty of all of Sesame Resources, really, even Sesame Street, the show, is that they're created with both children and grownups in mind. So I really want to encourage all the caregivers, all the parents listening to watch these videos together with your kids and watch all the, any content, you know, together with your kids. That's a really Mm -hmm. key part of, of media consumption. Watch together with your kids and engage with them around it. There's on the website with these videos, we have some, some text, some framing text that has questions that you can reflect on and some activity ideas that you can try to like incorporate these strategies into your own routine in your own way. So I'd recommend going on the website, reading through that stuff, trying out those activity ideas, but then just watching the videos together with your kids, maybe a couple of times and really reflect on how you might incorporate that strategy or just practice it right then with your children. So, you know, just put it into practice, watch it, talk about it, practice it. And it's, it's wonderful that the resources are not just for kids. So there's, there's things for parents, not only, like you said, the questions, but also just different things that you might be going through that you guys have written, you know, knowing the stresses of what military families go through. We had watched, my son and I had watched the uh, deployment one before because my husband deployed for a little bit. And so we watched it together and he was, he was a little, maybe a little too little for it, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it did help. So I like yeah, the idea and of watching to, it together. And there's something to learn as a grown-up. You know, you, th- you think, mm-hmm. you know, these are made for kids, but there are lessons, even things that are explicitly made for kids, you know, about self-expression or regulating your emotions or being patient. Those are all things we can learn again as grown-ups, you know? <laughs> so yes. it's all <laughs> relevant, you know, keep an open mind and, and just, just remember to learn and grow. Okay. So this might be a hard question. What is your favorite new resource video and why do you have one? I think, yeah. I think the one with Elmo and May is, is my favorite at the moment, just because the rock it's really band relatable. One? The rock yeah. band one. Yeah. We don't do pizza night that often, but we do a lot of paper plates. 
So we kind of keep things a little bit easier when, when my husband is gone. Um, so that is really relatable. And I also just really love the ones with Rosita and her dad. They kind of offer a different perspective. And I just love, um, his name is Ricardo. I love his sort of affect. He's very gentle, very yeah. kind of a gentle approach. So those are just calming to watch in themselves. <laughs> um, so those are also really nice. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I am going to look up the rock band one. I mean, I'm going to look up this, a bunch of these, but I'm, there's a couple in my head that I'm excited to look up. Awesome. Okay. So for our listeners, um, if they're, if they have videos in their head that they're ready to look up, where can they go to find out more information about your mission to support military spouses? Absolutely. So you can definitely visit Sesame Street and communities.org. We have a topic page there called Veterans and Changes. So we have a handful of resources right there. Not only these videos, but also about veterans, changes, caregiving, injuries, those types of topics. And then we have a sister site that is um, Sesame Street for militaryfamilies.org or SS4, the number four, MF.org. And we have many more resources there as well, not only for children and parents, but also providers who might be working with them. There's a special professional development section there that they can find additional resources. Oh my goodness. And listeners, as you know, we will have those links for you in our show notes. So don't worry. You don't have to write them down right now. Okay. As we wrap up our conversation, one question we ask of all our guests is this, what is one piece of advice that you would give our listeners to navigate this military life with respect to your area of expertise? I'm glad I I had a had time to prepare for this question (laughs) because I um it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to say around this but I think my biggest advice and this is really speaking to myself right now just sort of Mm -hmm. in the season that I'm in is to remember that it's okay to make mistakes and that every day is an opportunity to learn and grow and try new things. So this is something that we tell children and families through Sesame. And that's obviously something parents tell their kids, but -hmm. I think it's really important to remind ourselves as grownups, as parents, that it's okay to make mistakes and we can, we can do better tomorrow. And that learning is just an important part of life. So especially military life, there's, there's so many (laughs) acronyms to learn. There's things, you know, there's so much to learn. And, you know, at times we, we just might not feel super great about how things are going, but you know, tomorrow's a new day. Honestly, the next 10 minutes is an, is a new set of 10 minutes. You know, you can, you can start fresh at any time and just kind of have that can do attitude. And that is such great advice because we, we generally think like, okay, the new year, that's when we create Mm. our resolutions and everything, but who's to say you can't create resolutions, whatever you want to, you know? And yeah, there's never a wrong time to start. I feel like. Yeah. And to listen to what we tell our own children. (laughs) Like I told my son today, it's okay to make mistakes. And we, Mm. we tend to not believe that for ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. We want them to learn and grow. So we have to also be okay with learning and growing and making mistakes too. Oh my goodness. Well, I have seriously loved our conversation. Tara, thank you so much for joining me today to empower military spouses everywhere to help their children through difficult transitions 
that are a part of this military lifestyle. As always, we thank you very much for serving our community. Listeners, check out all of the resources that Sesame Workshop has to offer by visiting sesamestreetincommunities.org. Thank you again to today's guest, Tara Wright. Now let's return to our Mission Mill Spouse podcast studio to hear reflections from our hosts. Thank you to Tara for joining us on the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Again, if you want to connect with Tara Wright or Sesame Street, check them out online via their website, sesameincommunities.org, or on their social media, Facebook and Instagram pages, at Sesame Workshop. Okay, Lindsay, let's recap. What were, your, what were some of your favorite moments from the interview? Yeah, so... I mean, everyone has heard of Sesame Street, but I was really surprised to know they had specific resources for military families. And I love that the heart of Sesame Workshops, Sesame Street for military families is to give families the resources they need to have self-care and emotional well-being. And I mean, like I shared at the beginning of the show with what I'm personally going through in my life, that could not be any more encouraging to my soul right now. Like we all know military families do face unique challenges. And the fact that this workshop addresses that but not only addresses that to make us feel heard and understood, but then gives the tools to overcome those things is something that I know is so needed for military families at large, but even for myself, it just really validated me and made me feel like, okay, I have the tools, I have resources, and that self-care is important. Um, And that's the way I can be strongest for my family is when I take care of myself and I have that refreshment and the resources to do so. So I loved it and it was super encouraging, especially for my season. Yes. And I also loved how um, the guest herself, Tara, is a Marine Corps spouse. So I feel like she definitely has like that in-depth knowledge that someone who's, you know, sort of just trying to help wouldn't have. Um, but the interview was so great and I feel like there was just so much she went through. And so I myself had gone onto their website and onto their Instagram and they just have so many resources, like whatever you think you need for a kiddo, like if they're bored or, you know, especially up here at Fort Drum, like we can't always just send our kids outside because it's freezing all the time. Um, So I think it's super cool that they just have a bunch of activities that keep them engaged. It's educational, it's character building, it's just so many things. um, And it's really nice to know that Sesame Street of all places um, is supportive of this lifestyle. Always such good information coming to us from our podcast guests. Let's keep those good vibes going with this week's Resource Recon. One of the blogs we recently posted was called The Frozen Girl from the South by Claire Schwartz. And it is about, you guessed it, a military spouse leaving her warm comfort in the South to move to frigid Alaska. She writes, do I know what the journey to Alaska holds for my family? Absolutely not. However, I can't wait for this Southern girl to find out. The military has many obstacles, but a lot of that is building you as a person. I've been learning as a new military wife, you have to be open-minded. You can never plan a single thing, and you just have to be as dedicated to serving this country as your spouse. I really loved this blog because I sort of felt this not at her degree, um, but I've been living in the South for the past six years, and then we get stationed up here at Fort Drum. Now, we're also from New York, so I understand the weather, but it's been such a shock going from you know, we've been able to go outside year round all the time. And now up here it's freezing. So you cannot. Um, 
And it's so cool because she just gives this whole perspective because she is a newer spouse. Um, And I think it's really interesting to get her point of view from that. But this also ties in with another resource that we offer called Embrace Your Base. Um, And it's where we highlight bases and duty stations all over the world. Um, And we talk about pros, we talk about cons, we talk about things that are good places to go, restaurants, movie theaters, um, all sorts of information is right on our website about that. So this blog was perfect to sort of highlight Embrace Your Base as well. I definitely agree. And I was laughing. I was, I was reading her words again because it is so relatable for me. I'm a new military spouse. I grew up in sunny oceanfront California, um, and we are stationed at Fort Bliss, which is desert, West Texas, very, very different. Um, And so it's just nice to read other military spouses stories and be like, I might not be stationed in Alaska, actually, I'm stationed in the opposite of Alaska. (laughs) But I relate to those feelings. I relate to that newness. And as she said, at the end, um, being as dedicated to serving this country as our spouse. And uh, we do that by embracing where we're stationed and leading our families to enjoy. And so um, also embrace your base. That was a great uh, plug to that as well, because it's so important for us to embrace where we are put. Yeah, I definitely, uh, being up here this past month, I've definitely missed our sunny time at Fort Bliss for a little bit. <laughs> but I know with my this last PCS, I made sure to look what, what we had on our website about our new duty station. Um, but we don't just offer tangible resources to help you navigate your military spouse life. We also provide insight and encouragement for your mill spouse heart. So let's hear from our trifecta of mill spouse awesomeness, Amanda, Amy, and Emma. We here at Mission Mill Spouse never doubt the strength of our military spouse tribe. Here is our director of empowerment with this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. This is your director of empowerment, Amanda Bickneys, bringing you this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Today we are spotlighting our MRE team winner, And by the way, MRE stands for Motivated and Ready to Empower, Lindsay Rauch. Lindsay is a madly in love army wife to her husband, Matt, proud mother to her six-month-old son, Malachi, dog mama to her blonde husky collie mix, and a business owner. She has her MS in Family Marriage Therapy and MS in Mental Health and Wellness for Family and Marriage Dynamics from Grand Canyon University. Lindsay is a speaker, blogger, mentor, and motivator. Lindsay's husband joined the military after five years of being married as a civilian family. So she has a heart and passion for new military spouses who feel completely lost or foreign to military life. Additionally, she has a heart for military families with sick children as she has struggled through the isolation of being at a foreign post in a new city and trying to find support and the best health care for her child. She is now known as the Military NICU Mama. In her free time, you can find her sipping on a good cup of tea, reading a book, being active, exploring the great outdoors, fishing, writing, or traveling the globe. Lindsay, we thank you so much for your service and honoring our mission and for doing your part to empower families all across the world. Until next time, I'm Amanda Bickneese reminding you, empowered spouses, empower spouses. Unlike our calendar plans, our commitment to serve military spouses is written in ink. 
Now continuing our 18-year legacy is Mission Millspouse Deputy Director of Empowerment with this week's Moxie Minute. Hello listeners, Amy Fisher here, and your moxie word of the week is tenacity, which is defined as the quality of being able to grip something firmly, being very determined, and continuing to exist. Tenacity is a quality that has been exemplified by many remarkable women throughout history. It's the ability to persist in the face of obstacles and to keep pushing forward despite the odds. I heard a chaplain recently say that a firm grip doesn't drift. Now, this was in the context of Christians with having a firm grip on Jesus and their faith that they won't drift away. But I like this saying, and I think it applies to us as middle spouses as well. If we have a firm grip on our lives, our spouses and families and our own circle of control, we can remember that the craziness of military life is just a part of the bigger picture and not the whole of who we are. Actually, most of the things that we tend to go through could make some really great examples out in the civilian world. So for any spouses that think that you may not have enough to put on your resume, think about the leadership skills management, cutting through the red tape and communication skills involved in our daily lives, and what could be accomplished if we put them to use in our communities or careers or future endeavors. So an essential quality for military spouses, our resilience and determination make us an integral part of the military community and a shining example of what it means to be tenacious. Another example is shown by Rosemary Williams, the Marine spouse with her own 22-year career as a journalist She became the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Military Community and Family Policy and is still a major advocate for spouses today. She once said, as a military spouse, I learned the value of being tenacious. It takes grit and determination to make it through the tough times, but it's worth it. I agree with her that it is. Each time I hear a fellow spouse's story, it's a reminder that I too can make it through the tough times and be an example for others as well. I openly share some of my family's military life stories for that very reason. Tenacity is a quality that can help us overcome obstacles, achieve our goals, and even make a lasting impact on the world. So friends, let's be determined. Grip tightly through our spouses, family, and community as we live this life together and continue on. Until next time, Moxie up. No news is typically good news in this military life, except on the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Here is our News 6 correspondent with this week's top stories. Howdy y'all and buckle up for this week's New 6 update. DOD addresses military spouse food insecurity. A survey administered by the Department of Defense given to military spouses came back with concerning results regarding food insecurity. The survey revealed that one out of four spouses has experienced food insecurity, but only 3% use benefits such as Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. The survey also addressed topics like spouse employment, PCS moves, financial health, child care, and satisfaction with military life. It is given out roughly every two years and has done so since 1985. Only 21% of spouses filled out the survey. However, this is a bump from the 16% in 2019. The results of the latest survey allow us to prioritize solutions that meet their most pressing needs, said Patricia Montes Barron. Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Military Community and Family Policy, in an announcement of the results. I am truly grateful to the spouses who share their experiences and opinions through our surveys. The military is taking steps to address the ever-growing concern of food insecurity. This includes the newly congressionally mandated Basic Need Allowance, a monthly allowance designed to help keep food on the table for military families struggling with food insecurity. 
To be eligible for this allowance, you must be an active duty service member with dependents whose gross household income and household size put them below 130% of the federal poverty guidelines for their geographical location. Here's to the military tackling this all-important issue head-on. Everyone deserves a seat and a meal at the table, especially our military families. Find out more at MilitaryTimes.com. Marines share kidney and the Super Bowl. John Gladwell and Billy Welsh met each other around 20 years ago during their time in the Marines. They both got out and settled down, John in Kansas City and Billy in New Jersey. They stayed in touch and checked in from time to time. That all changed when in 2019, Billy made a Facebook post explaining that he had polycystic kidney disease and desperately needed a kidney donor. John answered the call and his kidney turned out to be a perfect match. Gladwell flew to Philadelphia where they endured a 10-hour procedure that was completely successful. While the buddies have a vital organ in common, they have one difference that came to play big time this year. John is a Kansas City Chiefs fan and Billy is an Eagles fan. Word got around about their inspiring friendship and good-hearted rivalry. So much so, it caught the ear of Eagles president Don Smolensky and his Chiefs counterpart Mark Donovan. They pulled together to get the Marine buddies an all-expenses-paid trip to the Super Bowl, including side-by-side tickets. The opportunity to bring these two together, their two teams playing on the biggest stage in sports, it's very, very humbling and gratifying, Smolensky told the Philadelphia Inquirer. Gladwell said about the experience that he hopes that it brings out a lot of awareness for organ donation. You're not a match for everybody, but you are a match for somebody. While football is America's game, sacrifice and bravery is the calling of our military heroes. Hope you enjoyed the game, fellas. Sorry about the loss, Billy. Your team may have lost, but you have a brother for life. Find out more at MarineCorpsTimes.com. New program means new career prospects for overseas spouses. The Navy and Air Force are leading the way for overseas spouses to acquire DOD jobs more quickly. This new direct hire authority will cut through some of the red tape that slows down the hiring process, hopefully shaving two weeks from applying to hiring. Many DOD organizations already prioritize spouses in their hiring process, but it can still be quite a lengthy process. With overseas spousal unemployment rates of 21%, these two branches are hoping to simplify the process. We recognize that spouse employment is a fundamental quality of life issue for our airmen and guardians, especially for families in overseas locations, said John Carbone, Director for Civilian Force Management for Air Force Manpower, Personnel and Services, at the announcement of the pilot program. We're hoping having access to this new hiring authority will open up greater opportunities for spouses, which in turn will positively impact military retention, the financial well-being of the family, and Department of the Air Force readiness. The program was authorized by Congress in the 2022 National Defense Authorization Act. The Defense Commissary Agency, or DACA, and the Department of Defense Education Agency, or DODEA, are two organizations that are already jumping on this program and implementing it into action. Military spouses make up 20% of their workforce, so speeding up the process helps on both ends. They will be able to apply directly to the hiring manager and are also able to apply earlier than other applicants. A spouse overseas is just as valuable an asset to the workforce as they are CONUS, and we're glad the DOD agrees. Find out more at MilitaryTimes.com. Today in History On February 27, 1922, the Supreme Court in Lesser v. Garnet unanimously upheld the 19th Amendment to the Constitution, which guaranteed the right of women to vote. 
While voting had been a constitutional right for a year and a half by the beginning of 1922, a Baltimore lawyer named Oscar Lesser argued that Maryland women should not be allowed to vote, as their state constitution still stated that only men had the right to vote and that Maryland legislature had voted against women voting. The Supreme Court unanimously voted against Lesser, an astounding feat as just two years prior the approval of the 19th Amendment had just squeaked by. Women must have gotten a lot done in those two years and have never slowed down since. May we never forget that our history is small and our rights should always be exercised. Love hearing from those ladies each week, celebrating our fellow military spouses, offering the words we need to so desperately hear, and of course, keeping us informed with us uplifting military life news. Thanks, gals. Now let's take a quick 45 second break and then we'll be right back. Mission Mill Spouse, formerly known as Army Wife Network, is continuing our exceptional and long-standing legacy. Now serving all spouses of all branches, we are the longest running military spouse podcast currently broadcasting our 18th season. In fact, we will break 1,000 episodes in 2023. Don't miss an installment. Subscribe on our website, missionmillspouse.org, or catch our twice-weekly podcast on the podcast app of your choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Remember, we've been there. You aren't alone. We've got your six. Well, that's a wrap, ladies and gents. As we prepare to sign off, remember to catch our mini-casts that drop on Thursdays and gear up for our next full-length episode when we chat with Gretchen Brandenburg-McClellan and her book, When Your Daddy's a Soldier. We're counting down the minutes until we meet up with you here again. One last note to stay in the know with all things Mission Mill Spouse and receive access to exclusive giveaways and printables, subscribe on our website to our newsletter, The Sit Rep, that situation report for those new to this military life. We only send it twice a month and on the first and third Fridays. We only send it twice a month on the first and third Fridays, so there's no cluttery spam threat here. Listeners, no matter where you're at on your military journey, new or seasoned, active, guard, retired, or prior service, Army, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, Navy, or Space Force, always remember, we've been there. You're not alone. We've got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.